0: from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. That's right. This is the Jason and Mindy Podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Welcome in, a wife. Coming up, men might think they're in charge of things at home, but is that true? I'll reveal. Plus, I'll share a potential Netflix crackdown on password sharing.
1: Uh-oh. So listen up. Uh-oh.
0: An act of kindness for... Uh, Homeless dog. I love how typos work. It's homeless dogs, but it it put jobless. Jobless. I don't know how that happened. But (laughs) for jobless dogs. Anyway, it's an act of kindness for homeless dogs. Your reasons to party for tomorrow. uh, The return of the flip phone and people's top 10 men of the year list. And Mindy will share uh, 10 tips for surviving Thanksgiving with a dysfunctional family. That doesn't mean our family is dysfunctional. She's just sharing something about it. And her top five. You got the top five? Are you doing yep, the top five? Top five. All right, cool. Monday evening is here, so let's get in and get all of the Jason and Mindy podcast. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. Hi, Mindy. Hi. Uh, So uh, beginning of the week We had a weekend just passed Mm -hmm. What are your weekend highlights?
1: Weekend highlights Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's We just went out right and had dinner. That was a good. That was a good dinner. Black Angus. We haven't been there in years. Yeah,
0: it was cool. It was was, was cool. It was
1: was cool. Well, just because you had salmon, you probably should have had a big slab of beef.
0: Yeah, the salmon was just. Oh, it was just okay. It was. You know, salmon can be a little dry at times.
1: Well, I think they overcooked yours a little bit because I had some of yours for lunch today. And yeah, you're right. It was just okay.
0: Just okay. But it was, first of all, it was fun. The company was fun. Obviously, David and Stephanie uh, came with us. Diane was with us. And I enjoyed that part of it. Mm -hmm. But we were all so full and fat that we didn't want, we were going to go out and dance and stuff like that, Uh, or just at least go to a club. And uh, well, there aren't too many out in this area for one, Um, but yeah. Well, the food was good. And then we were, we were hanging out. We we're having fun. And we went to this, this country bar out here, which I didn't mind it. I thought it was great.
1: I was bored. I was yeah, bored it sucks. To tears.
0: It sucks. Cause it, the band was good. I enjoyed the band. I know some, some people thought the singer wasn't great and all this, but I was enjoying the band. Watching oh, I them. thought they were okay. And then, but then they told the band to stop playing. So that I mean, who does that? Yeah. So that the so that the dumb folks out here will will just listen to a DJ and do their line dancing. Country lo, country bars are the weirdest, right? <laughs> like, cause you could just go to a bar that's got good music on. You're just grooving. You you don't have to have any particular type of dance. But they're doing all these line dances, and you're just like, all right, can I just dance? Can yeah, just and you can't
1: because they're gonna run right they're, into they're you. They're doing this choreographed shit
0: all over the floor yeah. uh, you know, i know you wanted to cut it up i did i wanted to dance it up because you can dance the country
1: it would have been better probably if we worked off some of the food we
0: ate oh uh, yeah i know but so where would you have wanted to go you said you were bored and i Diane wanted to go to well. the
1: place stephanie um said which was also a country bar but they played i guess top top 40 is what she said oh uh, well
0: why didn't you say that
1: i did say that
0: hmm. spurs is that the name? The Spur, yeah. The Spur? <laughs> well, that sucks because we could have went there. But, oh, well, we went to uh, we went where we went and uh, that, that is a highlight. It it's sounds okay. like a low light, but it is a highlight.
1: It was a highlight because of the company. Yeah. But um, for me, you know, it was just okay anyway because it was Shark Week.
0: Oh, it's been Shark Week. Yeah. So people don't know what that is, though, maybe.
1: Well, I don't really... If they don't know, look it up. Urban Dictionary, <laughs> probably.
0: Ladies Shark Week.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I just wasn't feeling it anyway, yeah. but... um.
0: And Diane wasn't feeling good. I don't think the food was agreeing with her tum. Um, But yeah, so anyway, it, it was cool. Anything else? Any other highlights uh, of the weekend?
1: I'm having kind of a low week. So um, I guess another highlight would be... Uh, you washed our dogs over the oh, weekend. Oh, that's a highlight, it yeah. is because I love it when they're clean and we get to snuggle with them on the couch because yeah, they they're not allowed stink. if
0: they're dirty. Yeah, they don't stink, that's for sure. Well, my I got some highlights. Uh, you, you're starting to throw some decorations out there, and it's kind of cool. The house is looking like
1: Christmas, it's getting that
0: feel, it's getting that vibe, and I'm digging that because it's getting close. I mean, next weekend, not this weekend, but next, will be. We'll be hanging out for Thanksgiving. It's going to be pretty sweet. So we're going to be hanging out with family, and I I look forward to that. As soon as Thanksgiving comes, I'm like, yes, it's it's like right here. Mm -hmm. And this is the later Thanksgiving, right? Because we have more weekends in in, uh, November, so it's really late. So once... Once, this, once Thanksgiving's over, it's only three more weeks, and then we're off for 17 days. Nice. So it's pretty cool. It's the final countdown. And those are our weekend highlights. Let's just go ahead and get into this bad boy. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Check this out. Men might think they are in charge of things at home, but it seems there is one thing they actually do have control over. A study published last week in the journal PLOS says that in most households, there is a dynamic where one person takes ownership of the thermostat and others don't really have input. That was true whether the household consists of a family uh, a couple, or a couple of roommates or a couple or roommates. Here's the funny thing. This, they, the study found that men thought that any discussion about setting the home's temperature lower or higher was a compromise or an agreement. Women, on the other hand, thought those same conversation were conflicts. Mm. Uh, let's see. A survey found that when agreements and compromises occurred, the thermostat was more likely to be adjusted. But when conflicts occurred, the temperature was less likely to be changed. Mm. And that the final decision usually went to the male in a traditional couple household. First of all, what is a traditional couple household? What right? is that?
1: I don't know.
0: I guess it's man and woman, right? That's traditional okay. couple, I guess. I guess so. Uh, so who who do you think has control over the thermostat in our household? Uh, we both do.
1: It's equal. Yeah, it's we equal. have it set at 68 and doesn't go above or below.
0: Okay. Well, check this out. How funny, Steve, Steve, first of all, uh, Mindy was typing to Steve to say it's a variety show because he asked, uh, did he he say, hey, what's the talk about? Uh, (laughs) We talk about a variety of different things. So it just depends on what we talk about whenever you show up. And it's funny because he is an HVAC service tech. Nice. How fitting that we're talking about the thermostat when Steve (laughs) shows up in the chat. Uh And he says women are in control. And I would agree with that. Um, But. Did you say this? I was reading it. But did you say that for us it's agreed it's an agreed upon temperature yeah. that we we try to find a happy medium between not spending a lot of money uh on electric bills and gas bills?
1: Yes, cuz I like the extra money to go somewhere else.
0: Exactly. And 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 to be comfortable. Yeah, right? and just
1: get a a blanket or you know some extra clothes on.
0: And it's it's fine. You get used to it. But the we, we don't keep our house at like 55. That's we we keep it in the in the winter it's between 68 and 70 is where we keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want it a little bit warmer, we'll warm it up. In the summer though, that's where people go, what? You keep it that high? But we have reasons why we keep our thermostat at 80 in the summer. First of all, it gets really we live hot in California. In yeah, We live in, in the high desert of California. It gets really, really hot. Um, and we have an older house that doesn't have great windows and insulation. So... You'd be surprised how cool eighty feels, though, coming from outside
1: at a hundred degree weather. at a
0: hundred degree weather. And you know, because the insulation isn't great, the air conditioner is always on, so it doesn't really feel like eighty. You know what I mean? It's always blowing on you. and you're like, oh, it feels great. Mm-hmm. But then at night sometimes we'll turn it down just so we can uh, get to sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah, so um anyway, but I think uh, I think that Steve's right. it's probably more women than it is men. Uh, controlling the temperature. Mm-hmm. I think it's true of most everything. I think women control most. Th- wow. I think men think they have control or would like to think they have control over things. But when it comes down to it, the the woman's always going to get what she wants.
1: This is not true in our and, th- and this
0: is why men have created these things called man caves, which I don't have one. And if you've ever heard the Sebastian Maniscalco joke where he says, a man cave, he says, my dad, his man cave was his house. I don't know if <laughs> you've know. ever heard that joke. It's a really good joke. I can never repeat it the way he does. Um, so, you know, men have created these little cubbies, uh, cubby rooms in their entire house to just get away, <laughs> yeah. you know, because the, the wife kind of controls the rest of it. Do you do you not agree with that?
1: Well, I think it's pretty equal in our household. I, you'll let me know if you don't like something.
0: That is true. I yeah, mean, you've we, you we, got a pair of uh, vocal
1: cords in your... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Everybody knows that. They, they listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, Steve says my wife and I do sixty eight as well. It's a good, it's a good temperature. You save, you save a little bit. You know, I mean, I don't think I could go lower than sixty eight. Maybe, really... maybe they should do sixty nine. Ooh, they should do sixty nine. <laughs> Steve, you and your wife. Oh, Minnie made a joke. God, did made I say, say jo- Minnie made a joke there. God. A sex joke. Slap me, please. Uh, you'll hear more of those if, you, if you're a patron. She does. You're funny on the Patreon shows though, because you'll do these weird, um, sexy time topics, and then <laughs> and then when I question it or try to pry and see what your real perspective it's is on it, none
1: of your, you don't want reveal business.
0: it. So check this out, everybody. I know people do this, so uh, this is a warning. Netflix is talking about it again. They are apparently considering ways to crack down on password sharing. It's pretty common for people to share passwords with friends and family to cut costs and ensure easy accessibility. But Netflix co-founder Mark Randolph says it's time for a crackdown because of what he calls broad case, cases of flagrant abuse. Mm. According to a recent research, about 14% of Netflix users report they are using a password from someone outside of their household. Several measures are being considered, including requiring customers to change their passwords periodically or texting codes to subscribers' phones that they would need to enter to keep watching. That sucks. Does it suck?
1: It does suck. Now, we I'm not abusive with it, but I allow my parents to use our Netflix account because I don't think at their age they should have to pay for
0: it. Oh, Really? No. Dun, 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 and you should dun. be
1: you should be able to have uh be able to share with a well, couple of your family members.
0: Well, as Janet Jackson said, "What have you done for me lately?" <laughs> okay, parents. I'm paying that damn bill every month. That's what I'm doing for you. Not not me. I'm not. The, I wait. Wait. A Netflix. I help. I help pay the bill. I'm saying for your parents, we're giving them free shit. Come on, come on, parents. Uh, they gave us. <laughs> you
1: better reevaluate that one. Huh. They gave us a whole lot. What they give us? Oh
0: boy, you better find some gratefulness this Thanksgiving. What they give us this Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> better get right with God.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, last to finish this up, and if those tactics don't work, it could happen that subscription services turn to using thumbprints for logging in.
1: Oh Jesus!
0: Netflix is cracking. People will down. find a way
1: around stuff. It's just the way it goes. I don't. So.
0: I don't. I don't know.
1: They can probably well, do it for a little while until so somebody it, cracks it and figures it out.
0: So how's your mom going to log in with, are you going to give her your thumb?
1: Yeah, I'll put it on, I'll, put it on. <laughs> I'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she lives way in, she lives in Arkansas. <laughs> All right. Next thing here. Workers at a bus terminal in Curitiba, Brazil have decided to go some, to do something to help out the city's homeless dogs. They've opened the station's doors to the doggos and given them special beds to protect them from the winter cold. The DIY beds are made out of old car tires lined with blankets to keep them cozy through the cold nights. The goodwill of the bus terminal employees was noticed by politician Fabian Rosa. I hope I'm saying their name's right. I'm probably not. It
1: it really Fabiani,
0: does. Fabiani Rosa. Uh, and she shared some photos on Facebook that quickly went viral. So good for these folks for uh, giving the homeless dogs a warm place to sleep mm. at night, because it's got to be cold. I mean, I know it's getting cold here, and our pups have heater have a heater in their kennel, their their uh, doghouse, so they stay nice and warm. They're so cute. They're all curled up, tucked up. It's adorable. All right, and that's it. That's all I got for the the humane thing. The little little helpers for the doggies. Anything to, anything to comment on that? All right, moving on. <laughs> Did you know?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Check this out. And, and this is funny because I think there's a typo in here, but I'm going to read it as it's written. Okay. Okay. And you're going to go, what? Okay. On Friday, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates surpassed Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to reclaim the distinction of richest person uh, in the world with a net worth of $100 billion. Jeez, 100 billion. That's so much money. Bezos. Now, this may be where it, it the, you have to listen to this part. Bezos, who is who this year paid out a significant portion of his Amazon stake in his divorce from his wife of 25 years, Mackenzie Bezos, now sits at second with a net worth of 108.7 billion. Wow. Does that make sense, though? Look, how did Bill Gates pass him? At 100 billion, when Bezos has 108.7, that's more. That's right. math. Right. Maybe because half of his estate went to his wife. That that could. But be. even half of his estate is 54 billion dollars, Mindy.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Holy crap!
0: Yeah, it, that's uh, that's incredible. That's that a lot incredible. of money. And that was your "Did you know?" Moving on to your reasons to party for tomorrow since we do our podcast so late in the evening we do your reasons to party for tomorrow and these are those fun weird days that uh you know people come up with that are kind of odd and we'll share them so if you if you like them then party for tomorrow Uh, tomorrow is november 19th it is tuesday and here's your first reason to party it's have a bad day day have a bad day, day for all the grouches who can't stand being constantly told to have a good day. Wow. I, think I'm, I think I'm one of those. That's for sure. It's also international. <laughs> I'm just
1: going to tell you tomorrow morning because you wake up grouchy anyway. I'm going to yeah. say, have a bad day, Jason. Do you
0: think you'll remember? I might. I don't think you'll remember.
1: I don't want to tell you that, though.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: I, I want to be positive.
0: Yeah, you don't. don't do that. But I might laugh, and that would start it off on on a good foot, a good note. It's also International Men's Day, now celebrated in over 60 countries, including Trinidad and Tobago, where it began in 1999, as well as Australia, Canada, Ireland, South Africa, UK, and US. It is an occasion to highlight discrimination against men and boys and to celebrate their achievements and contributions, in particular to community, family, marriage, and child care. International Men's Day, what, what? Oh, nice. I want
1: to welcome uh, Gordon to the chat, and it is a variety show, Gordon.
0: Oh, because Gordon asks, so what's going on here? Yep. It's a variety show. All right, so also tomorrow, it's Women's Entrepreneurship Day, a global movement to celebrate, empower, and support female entrepreneurs around the world. And fittingly, it's also World Toilet Day. I don't know why it's fittingly, because it's International Men's Day and Women's... entrepreneurship day and then you just flush it all down the toilet
1: speaking of toilets today yeah i walk in the woman's bathroom and i go to the same stall Mm. that i always like yeah and uh somebody fucking threw up and it was all over the toilet i'm like gross oh
0: sorry they ruined your day i'm sure they were (laughs) having a worse day mindy
1: But did they not, like, take some tissue and wipe off? They probably wanted to get home. Well, hey. this was, like, five in the morning. I mean, they must have just got there.
0: Well, and then they probably just left. They're like, <laughs> fuck this, I'm out. And then, oh, my God, Mindy's ru- day was ruined. What were they doing, drinking? Just move to the next toilet.
1: Who throws up at that time in the morning? If you know you're that sick, you just need to stay home.
0: You Sometimes you don't know until you You get wherever you go. Maybe they had some
1: vitamins on an empty stomach.
0: Oof. I've had that happen. (laughs) Gordon says, hangover run. See? And then Steve says, have a bad day to them. That's for sure. All <laughs> right. All right. The next thing is world toilets. I mentioned that, but I'm going to read a little bit here to encourage toilet hygiene as Mindy's preaching Please. right now. The Singapore based world toilet organization promotes better design, ventilation and sanitation for the device that is still a luxury in many parts of the developing world. Definitely in this one and Mindy's for sure. The urgent run is being staged to highlight the need to end the world sanitation crisis. All right, it's also National Blow Bagpipes Day. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Contrary to popular belief, the bagpipe. Although
1: Mark's not in the chat, he probably... He
0: would appreciate it. He would appreciate it. He would. Contrary to popular belief, the bagpipes did not originate in Scotland. However, it was Scotland that kept the instrument alive. As a result, it is Scotland that is most often associated with the instrument, while the exact... Uh, origins of bagpipes are disputed. The oldest reference to them is from Asia Minor, or now Turkey, used to be Asia Minor. And lastly, your last reason to party for tomorrow, it's Play Monopoly Day. You can find Monopoly games in many in almost any theme. Examples, World War theme, sports theme, horse racing theme, and even themes of famous cities around the world. Monopoly held a Guinness Book of World Records title in 1990 for most played board game in the world with over 500 million people having played how do they know how do they know that they that 500 million people played it who uh, knows this well
1: maybe by how many times is purchased.
0: Yeah, mate. there you go. Nice job, Mindy. It's really... <laughs> hey,
1: Mark just joined the chat. Mark, what? we were talking
0: about uh, tomorrow. It's going to be what? It's National Blow Bagpipes Day, but he's from Ireland and, and they, they're they popularized by Scotland, but it's still in the, his neck of the woods. There you go. Still in his neck of the woods. Let's move on to the question of the podcast. Time has to come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has to come for you to answer the question. So we just talked about Bill Gates being a bazillionaire and I got to ask you this question and in chat, please participate, give us your responses. The question is this, do you believe there can be such a thing as too much money, too mm. much money, too much money. Nope. Like is, is there a point where <laughs> Yeah, Gordon's quick? He says, Nope. And then Steve says, yeah, but he's He's more uh, with me on this. I think like $100 billion. Yeah, but I but, don't even think you can quantify what that is.
1: No, probably not. But at that point, you can give to so many people in yeah. need it's all true. around the world. I mean, my goodness,
0: that is true. Uh, Gordon's saying the same thing. He says, "I can donate that. That's for sure. You can give. You can do a lot with it." Um, but man, it's uh, it, it, I just can't even. I can't even imagine that much money. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's so much money that you, you just, you could literally buy whatever you want and, and it would not make a, I can't, can't I not, mean, you and I are pretty but. simple
1: people. Like, so we know how much we could just live on right? and the rest, I would, I, I would, I mean, at that point you can just look around the world and see what needs help, you know? That's right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like
0: well too Mark, much of a do-gooder, but oh. I would. Mark says, "But would you donate it if you had? I reckon it would change you. Yeah, um, it would change you. I think it would. But yeah, you should. You you should absolutely be giving a, a fairly large portion of it, in my opinion.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, and Gordon S says it's eighty-eight hundred a second. Eighty-eight hundred dollars a second. That's how oh much money you. Oh my gosh. You'd... That's incredible, man. That's but, that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Woo! Is it eighty eight thousand? Because he has a little dollar. Well, it's $8,800. eighty
0: eight hundred, eighty eight hundred. That's eight eight thousand eight hundred dollars. That's, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I think though, is there ever too much for one person? I think that's, and I'm not a socialist. I'm definitely more, lean more on the capitalist. I think you, we, if if you have the opportunity to make as much money as you can, you should. Um, but when it gets to that point where you know Bill Gates has a hundred billion dollars. And then there's people like there's homeless people struggling and, but homelessness is a weird thing. It's a weird, it's a weird Yeah,
1: I don't think that's a good conversation.
0: example. Yeah. Because some people, some people really, they choose to be homeless. They choose uh, it. They really, they do choose it. The, then there are people that are on the downslope and they're trying, they're, they need a leg up, you know? And then there's Bill Gates who he's got, he's got millions of legs. He doesn't, you know what I mean? He can stand for. And he is a very giving. He is. He does give a lot. Uh, that's why he didn't have the top slot because he he gave so much. That, oh, is
1: that? Yep. That's the reason. Yep.
0: Huh? That, okay. It is the reason, actually, because he gives so much of it oh. away. <laughs> it's the truth. Because he gives so much of it away, he he was not, uh, he did not top Bezo, the Amazon owner. Mm. Well, he, yeah, that's positive. So that is positive. So, all right. Well, that's that's the uh, the, the the question. Let's see. David says, "Nice, Steve." What Was he saying Steve? David. I think David was saying no. That that you can't have too much. I think David. Uh, David from the Difference Between Us podcast. Mark says, "Power for people or evil?" LOL. Uh, Mark also says, "Like me, I work six nights a week cleaning other people's mess." Mm. Gordon says, "I've had dinner with Daryl Katz. He is such a nice person. I don't even who's Daryl Katz." Cats.
1: Who's Daryl Cats? I, who I don't know.
0: Gosh, I need to get out more.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Well,
0: that is your question of the podcast. Uh, the question of the podcast for this Wednesday podcast is what is your most, what is your worst airport experience? And if you don't have a worst experience what is your best mindy wanted to modify it a little yeah bit in case people have not had a airport
1: bad experience,
0: experience. Uh, you can respond to the question on mindy's facebook page or the jason and mindy podcast facebook page or the low tree studios podcast facebook page and we will feature response on next wednesday show of course you can also respond right here in the chat live on wednesday coming up after the sponsor which is coming up now mindy will share tw- 20 nope that's not it what are you sharing?
1: <laughs> 10 tips for surviving Thanksgiving with a dysfunctional family. And Gordon said owns the Oilers mm. Edmonton, Alberta. Is this a hockey?
0: That is a hockey team. So yes. this
1: is right up your alley. It
0: is I'm surprised you did not know that. Well, I don't know the owners and I haven't really, uh, you know, because we don't have cable. I don't really watch a lot of hockey nowadays, uh, but I do know Wayne Gretzky. And that uh, he won four Stanley Cups with the Oilers back in the 80s. I do know that. Mm. So, and then of course he came to the Kings, <laughs> which is which is where we live in LA. And that was an awesome time. All right, let's move on to the sponsor. And it's not really a sponsor, but the Jason Mini podcast is brought to you by LowTreeStudios.com. It's our website. It's a place for podcasts. Check out our website today for all the latest shows. We've got quite a few. Also show merchandise and Patreon information. Check out lowtreestudios.com right now or not right now. We'll finish the show and then check it out. Whoa. <laughs> Press the wrong button. All right, Stephanie. Yeah. Did she do that? <laughs> no, she, uh, yeah, not I pressed, too bad. I pressed the mute button. Of she's
1: excused though she's she's a newbie with this
0: yeah i'm a little bit of a train wreck tonight i don't know why but
1: yeah <laughs> all right so you want the 10 tips for surviving thanksgiving with a dysfunctional family and absolutely who, who in the chat has dysfunctional family
0: mm-hmm. we
1: really kind of don't but no. i thought it might be fun maybe somebody knows somebody that <laughs> really dreads the thanksgiving thing you know
0: i there was a time when i used to i mean there there was a time when the holidays weren't really fun yeah. they they just weren't great and it and it, it family has a lot to do with it uh it's great that it's not that way now but it it used to be and yeah, it can be some... I, I've never had really a lot of dysfunction, though, where there's there's arguments and fighting and stuff like that, but, you know.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's funny. I I hear a lot of, you know, things at work that people say, I God, I don't want to go to Thanksgiving. Yeah. It always ends up in a fight or something right. like that. And I'm always like amazed by that because I'm like, who the heck fights? But then you think about people have a little too much to drink. Right. That you know, happens. So anyway, so here let, let's get into it and you can kind of have fun with me. Perfect. So the first one is line up some co-conspirators. Chances are you're not only not the only one who is irked by your family's dysfunctional routines. Figure out who you can call on to help make things different, then do some pre-event strategizing. Agree to tag team each other with the folks you all find particularly difficult. Set up a signal you'll use to call in a replacement. Brainstorm ways to steer a certain individual's most tiresome and troublesome antics in a different direction.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, changing the subject with other people would be very beneficial. Stephanie said, I thought she was going to say, line up some coke.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that might happen in some families. I'm not too sure what they're having for
0: Thanksgiving. But. And uh, and Gordon being from uh from Edmonton wants us to elaborate on what happens on Amer- an American Thanksgiving. Hey. Uh it's it's well, it's the it's uh the la- it's the last Thursday of every uh mm-hmm. of every November. And it's actually the last weekend, Thursday of every November, and all it's like a family thing. We just get together traditionally and have some pretty good food, lots of food. Uh, one of the main dishes is turkey. Ham is another thing, and then lots of sides. A lot of lots of really good sides. You really got really good sides. Uh, it depend. You know, t- you you name it. In our
1: family, everybody usually
0: makes a dish. Yep. Yeah and and like like Stephanie says too much food football and and drinking we do that as well. Oh yeah. And we just hang out we play games. Usually our family will get together around the table and play different games and last and, year we interact. got around the
1: table and podcasted we as a family. We did podcast
0: last year. Yeah, that is true. Um and we just it's it's it's, it's to me it's family oriented and that's what it's about for us.
1: And now I'm I'm from back East Michigan. And so uh, usually it's colder. Mm -hmm. So you see snow start to fall usually during Thanksgiving, but we live in California and now we've made a tradition where we celebrate Thanksgiving and have a suit. And so maybe we go to the lake or I mean the river, um, we do garage sailing. Yeah,
0: the next day. Yeah, the, on, on they call it Black Friday. So they'll, well, they'll go. You guys went to a thrift store, I think. Too. Yeah,
1: we just do just weird stuff. But,
0: but uh, yeah, and, and if you don't know where Havasu is, it's like Havasu, it's in Arizona. And I'll catch up on the chat a little bit after you read this next thing here.
1: Okay, so the next one is ask your co conspirators to brainstorm ways to give challenging relatives an assignment. Mm. If someone's always critical, oh, that's or- funny.
0: That's good. I like that. Right?
1: If someone's always critical of the menu, ask her or him if she would please bring the complicated dish that is her trademark so she'll have a place to shine.
0: Oh, that's great. I like that.
1: And if there's a teenager who mopes about bringing everyone down, maybe offer to pay him to entertain the younger set for a couple hours after dinner.
0: That's a good idea. I like that. Mark says, I have two bros, one older, one younger, and when they die, I'll not be at their funerals. Oh, darn. And my mom uh, has my older bro barred from her funeral when she dies.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So he, this is dysfunction. Mm-hmm. See, but I don't, what I don't understand about dysfunction though, is why, if you know it's dysfunctional, why would you even want to show up? Right? You Ryan, know what I'm I saying? I would rather,
1: um like, Share that tradition with friends.
0: Yeah. You want to have a good time at this time of year. Yeah. You You don't don't want to to to... just get into a fight.
1: Yeah. So that, that is a good question. So somebody can answer that. Yeah. That's interesting. What makes you want to go?
0: Yeah. Still go.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the next one is invite buffers. Most people's manners improve when outsiders enter the scene. Mm. So if you can count on your family to put on their best feet forward for company, invite some, if not, don't do that. Uh, There is always people who would love a place to go on the holidays. For instance, um, and we're talking about the American Thanksgiving. So for instance, um, people from your church, elderly Mm. people, invite them over because your family's less likely to act up
0: and and gordon says oh potluck yeah, it's kind of like potluck a little mm-hmm. bit a little bit usually the host brings the most uh, like my our, our my stepmom uh, makes the most food but we bring we, we make a little bit of a dish as well yeah. that's a good tip minnie thank you for sharing that one
1: all right so the next one is nowhere is it written that there shall be alcohol whenever a family mm. gets together so if there's a problem or are there problem drinkers in the family? Let everyone know mm. ahead of time that you are holding an alcohol-free party.
0: Oh, wow. And yeah, we don't have that problem usually.
1: What will probably happen is uh, people will probably make an excuse why they can't come.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Like what we did and what Stephanie and David did on a different subject, when we, when we got married, we said we didn't want to have kids at our wedding mm-hmm. and then people just couldn't come.
1: Right. <laughs> it just it
0: rooted some of it out a little bit.
1: Exactly. <laughs> kind
0: of the same tactic.
1: Uh, this one's another cool one. Take charge of seating. Have some of the younger kids make place cards and assign seats because, you know, a lot of times you don't want someone who's going to argue sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. And so they're less likely um, to not sit where a kid has made their special place card. So they're not going to be like, no, I'm not going to sit here, no, oh, no But so the, Sammy Junior wanted you to sit oh, here. That's pretty cool. I dig that. Sammy Junior. I don't know where I got that from, but okay. Guide the conversation. If your family doesn't seem to know how to talk without getting into arguments, or if you're not the most socially adept person yourself, give yourself some help by introducing the conversation game. And that's kind of like what we do too. We we do lots of games, and this particular one, they're talking about a game. Where you start to ask a question. And it could be just anything random. For instance, what song brings up the happiest memories for you? And oh, nice. everybody goes around the table. That's cool. It's, yeah, it's kind of like what we do with the difference between us, right?
0: That's, but and and what's good about that is it keeps it positive. Because games can be competitive. And uh, I'm guilty of being competitive yeah. when I play games. And I have to I have to woe that a little bit. I'm always not the best at it. Um but Yeah, you kind of get shitty. Well, stop it. Just you stop, okay?
1: <laughs> you kind of throw. Tantrums. This is one of those
0: things. This is one of those moments, and, and I'm sure listeners, you can relate, when you you admit to something and then you get kicked while you're down. Mindy's really good at that. Like I'll admit, you know, I'm, I messed up. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did mess up, and it sucked, <laughs> and I'm mad at you. But I just admitted it, and now you're kicking me while I'm down.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it kind helps, of messed up. Bit. It's kind of messed up. A little bit. I don't dig it at all.
1: All right, well, give kids a way to be included, then set them free. Kids are simply not going to enjoy being trapped at a table with adults. So basically give them something else to do. Set up some art projects, a puzzle, game yeah. table, maybe set up a movie in another room.
0: That's a great idea. Damn it.
1: <laughs> and then if you don't have any willing teens, uh, the next one is set up some childcare schedule ahead of time so the adults uh, Like, for instance, uh, auntie oversees a kid project while the rest of the adults finish their meal. Or uncle takes the kids out to run around between dinner and dessert.
0: Mm, Okay, that's cool. So
1: it kind of helps the chaos.
0: I dig that. I dig that.
1: Two more. Provide escape routes. Togetherness is not for everyone. Make sure there are ways for the shyer or more intimidated to get away from the crowd. If most people will be watching football, set up uh, the movie, kind of the same thing that I was In talking about rooms, with kids. Yeah. yeah, set up different ways even yeah. for the adults to sort of get away. And I love this one. Maybe arrange with one of your co-conspirators to suggest a before or after dinner walk just to get oh,
0: like some that. fresh air. Oh, that's a great idea, and it's actually going to be gorgeous in Havasu over, yeah. over, over the Thanksgiving At least week. And I already 80s. looked. No, no, no. It's going to be. It's going to feel like the beach. It's going to be uh, like the high is going to be maybe sixty-five. Maybe we should take the boat out then. No, it's going to be cold. Oh, it's cold. 65. Oh, sixty-five. It's going to feel like. No, really. Yeah. It's gonna so great? Okay. Well, never
1: oh, find yeah, the boat it's going then. To be I great. thought you were. I you are going to say over 80 or no, 90s. No.
0: I don't want ninety. You want 90s? <laughs> I don't want ninety. I wonder
1: if Stephanie and her uh, two other brothers are going to swim across the channel this oh, year. Oh,
0: well, I might this time. Really? If they do it, I might this time. Wow. And I think I'll do pretty good. I'm a good swimmer, but I know it's going to be cold and shocking, but I think after I get over that initial shock, I think I'll be fine.
1: So explain this to our listeners in the chat.
0: Yeah, yeah. so Lake Havasu, it's a lake, obviously, but there's a a bridge called London Bridge. And there's a little channel that during during some really crazy summertime parties uh, uh, or... Uh, holidays like uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. Fourth of July, it gets is big. crazy. I mean, girls pulling their titties out. They got pasties on. Girls weren't wearing barely anything. People drunk as shit through this channel, right? Yeah,
1: and they're all on boats. So it's crazy. you're just going through the channel on a boat.
0: Just look up ha- Lake Havasu if you don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's watch famous videos. for its parties, but uh, it gets more festive during this time here. They do the lighting of the little town that they have down there, and you can swim across this channel. And last year. Uh, my sister Stephanie, who's in the chat currently, and my brothers Ryan and Sean. Well, Sean, <laughs> Ryan didn't make it. Yeah, Ryan. He didn't got make a ride it. half the way, but don't tell anybody that, right? Because nobody knows that. Anyway, uh, so they jumped in and they did it, and we actually got footage of it. it. Was we we were not not actual like video footage, but we interviewed them before they did it. And I almost did it, but I was, at the time we were doing this show for our patrons called Word on the Streets. So I was getting interviews and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's, the water's cold and Stephanie can talk about it a little bit more than I did, but it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. It's, it's, it's a festive thing that they do.
1: Yeah, I don't know if she just fell out of the chat because she might be driving home, but. um, She might be. But yeah, she she did it and she was a champ. She man. said
0: both brothers almost died last time. <laughs> that is hilarious. <clears throat>
1: Absolutely. And Tina's
0: in the chat. Hello, Tina. Welcome to the chat. Nice to see you.
1: All right. So the last one. After everyone leaves, reward yourself. Sink into your favorite chair. Give yourself credit and an extra piece of pie for trying to make. A difference.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say Steve earlier said something about how his family is a, uh, they don't drink. I think he said that. Yeah. Yeah. We are an alcohol-free gathering. Um, we're not, we, we do, uh, what David and I like to do, David's, uh, Stephanie's husband and, and my good friend, we like to get some, some fun whiskeys to try. And we, we get my dad to try them. Mm-hmm. And last year he was enjoying Glenlivet, the Glenlivet a little bit. So we were uh, sharing that one with him and he, he, he dug that. Hopefully we'll have some different ones this year. Like I might bring a uh, red Breast you know, the Irish whiskey there, but...
1: We need to get him some cigars.
0: Get him some cigars. Yeah, we have We have, we have have a ton of fun. Ton yep. of fun. Ton yep. of fun on Thanksgiving. Well, if that was a good segment, Mindy, and you have your top five now. I you do. Just go through that. Yep. That'll be quick. Okay. Top five what? Now, tell everybody what where you get this from because it's a really cool website.
1: It's called top5.com, and hopefully it's going to come up here in a second. Um, basically, what it is is they give your top five for multiple...
0: Um, all kinds of different all kinds of different things so you could look up a washer you could look up a toaster you could look up a, a vibrator yep <laughs> seriously vibrators <laughs> no are on there too? no vibrators uh, i damn. wish hmm. but
1: um so anyway so this one i've because it's you know we're coming into christmas and mm-hmm. you know one of the newer fads is those air fryers
0: oh yeah, yeah i've heard about them
1: so i thought i just you know do the top five real quick on the air fryers. You can always look them up, go to top and then you can, it goes into great detail why they choose them or what, and people rate th- these too, which is another reason I do this is because I really like um, when people rate and their reasons why they rate it at top. Gotcha. Okay, so number one is the Philips HD 9641-96 air fryer.
0: Wow, that's <laughs> a mouthful.
1: Philips invented the air fryer, and uh, that model is current favorite on the market. It has a cap- capacity of 1.8 pounds, so it holds quite a bit. Uh, Features an analog style knob and digital display. Has five presets and it's super easy to use. Features include a keep warm function. So after it's done cooking, say your fries, uh, it will keep them warm until you're ready to eat. Large capacity and trusted brand name. And it has five out of five stars. Nice. Uh, The next one is the Yeti houseware air fryer. The Yeti total package XL air fryer can hold 5.8 quarts. About 17.65 pounds, has seven presets. Now, this one I kind of liked. I don't know why it wasn't rated all the way on a five, um, because it has multiple things you can get with it, like the muffin tray, yeah. you can fry fish. Right. Can, anyway, it has a lots of accessories.
0: So, by the way, as you're reading this, uh-huh. Gor- Gordon says he's picturing a dildo as you talk, because we, we mentioned <laughs> the, the vibrators. Yeah. so. So I'm going to picture that now. I'm, I'm going to
1: say, okay, ladies and, and and men who want to buy their ladies a gift for Christmas, get the bullet. Get the bullet. That would be top five.
0: It's not really a dildo. That's more of a, uh, that's more of a, it's a vibrator. But yeah, but it's, it's not a dildo though. Dildos nah. like, you know, that's a thing. It's a,
1: you just want to get the job done. Get the bullet.
0: Yeah. Vibrators more like put it on the, the little happy spot. Right. The, on the ladies vagine. <laughs> so,
1: all right. Uh,
0: Moving on. Number three.
1: Number three. Bella 2.5 liter electric hot air fryer. Hmm. Looking for top quality, low price air fryer. You can't go wrong with the Bella 2.5 liter electric hot air fryer.
0: Yeah. I should be Vanna White. (laughs) Vanna doesn't talk. She just moves words. Oh, that's true. So who else could you think of? I don't know. Who who does
1: that? I don't know. It features an analog interface, has a (laughs) capacity of 2.2 pounds, and a maximum temperature of 400 degrees. So some of these fryers that that I was reading on, you have to watch how hot they'll be able to get, because some of them won't cook everything that you want to cook.
0: Got it. Um, Thanks, Mindy.
1: Yeah. That one's a four and a half. The other one, the Yeti, was a four and a half star dash is the next one mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of counter space this is perfect it's smaller and uh, really that's the whole spiel about it and it's a four out of five rating and the last one is go wise uh, usa programmable air fire it's also rated as a four and it has seven preset functions chips meat chicken steak shrimp and fish so so and that one's very affordable.
0: What What is the advantage of an air fryer? Why do we care about an air fryer?
1: Because instead of, like, the um all the old fryers, you have to put a shit ton of oil in them.
0: Okay. Messy.
1: It's messy. You this, can... you just put the food in. So and it's a toaster
0: the... then, basically. Kind
1: of. It's like an oven then. Yeah. Well,
0: but why it, do they call it an air fryer? Why are they fancying it up like saying it's an air fryer when it's just... I. Heating it.
1: I cannot, I do not own one. I would like to own one. But okay, here, here's a little thing about it. Okay. If you love the taste of deep fried fruit, but hate grease, calories, and mess, you have considered getting one of the air fryers. Mm-hmm. Air fryers are newer kitchen plants that quickly are growing in popularity, like I said. And um, you get the same delicious results as deep fryers using 75% less fat than same fried food cooked in uh, traditional deep fryers. Is this so,
0: something you want?
1: I would love to try it because I hate cooking fish in uh, fries and whatnot. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, Stephanie's saying because it fucking fries it crispy as ass deliciousness, right? And uh, you're getting a lot of love on the on the, uh, the this this segment here. Steve said uh, Steve says I like my sunbeam toaster. Gordon says no oil. It's okay, it's a convection oven. Basically, see, I don't
1: have one, so I I'm putting one on my Christmas list. Damn it! But this Phillips one. Folks, if you really want the the top top one, it's $199.
0: Oh, shit. You ain't getting that one. <laughs> you ain't getting that but one. But the
1: Yeti is very affordable. I think it was $99, and I thought that one was pretty cool.
0: And uh, Mark says, sounds good. An air fryer. I'll Google that. There you go.
1: All right. I am done with that segment.
0: About time. Just kidding. Those are great <laughs> segments. All right. So moving on to our fun facts. Well, after, after fun facts, I've got... uh I've got something that's talking about the flip phone. It's coming back, folks. I kind of dig that. The Razor flip phone is coming back. Uh-oh. And it's not cheap. We'll go into that. Plus, I've got, uh, you know, I, I, re- I, I think I featured it on the Jason's Daily Dose uh, that John Legend was named People's Sexiest Man Alive. I've got sort of the runners-up, the top, the top 10 men of the year list. So I'm going to see if anybody can guess. But that's coming up after this. <laughs> Fun facts because they're factual and fun. (coughs) Well, what the hell, Jason? Get it together! And it's just I pressed the button and then it moved. It doesn't matter. And I don't Stephanie,
1: stop wishing for stuff on Elster. Oh, we do our. Is she doing it right now? Yes, and she's. It's going on my screen. Stop <laughs> it! <laughs>
0: she's doing Elster shit right now. That's great. All right, first fun fact that I have. Check this out, folks. This is a great fun fact. McDonald's is Brazil's largest employer. Really, McDonald's.
1: Well, Brazil. Doesn't have a lot well, going it might on there, but small,
0: but still crazy.
1: Wow. Okay, so Muhammad Ali's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is not on the sidewalk; it is on the wall of Kodak Dolby Theater mm. because of his request that the name of Muhammad not be
0: walked on. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's a great fun fact. All right, my next one is proportionally hash browns have more fat and calories than a cheeseburger. Or Big Mac.
1: You can taste it like when you get the so McDonald's uh, hash just, brown.
0: It just drips off your your lips. Yeah,
1: your, your lips are a little glazed. Yeah. All right, the next one I have is a professional eater down 50 slices of pumpkin pie in 10 minutes. Damn. To win a New York State contest and set a new record for the event. Can you imagine? I
0: can't. Blah, I'd be throwing i'd be throwing up in your bathroom disgusting you gross in your work bathroom stephanie says by the way suck it you did it when you were at the bar (laughs) you did (laughs) i did you were elf stirring at the bar Well, because
1: i thought of something at the bar and i was like oh
0: god she says payback you reminded me i wanted a panini press so there's that mindy it's your fault fun facts in the books All right. So as I mentioned, stay with me on this journey here. I've talked and I've teased about doing this and getting a flip phone for so many years and I might just do it. The classic flip phone is coming back. Motorola has brought back the Razr, the legendary flip phone from 2004. That's how long ago that became the best selling phone of all time before the iPhone You remember the Razer, right? It was impossibly thin, and it had that blue-black-lit metal keypad, and it seemed like everyone owned one. Plus, you could fold it in half. A new version is a modern smartphone. It still folds in half, and unlike many smartphones of today, it fits nicely in a small pocket. Oh, you and, like that. I do. And remember the outside display on the razor. Uh, remember the outside display on the razor? The new one also displays displays time on the outside and lets you quickly respond to text without opening it up. Mm. How much for this nostalgia machine? That will definitely make your friends jealous. Mindy, what do you think? How much do you think it costs? Um,
1: I'm going to go 200
0: <laughs> I laugh at that. Oh, wait more? Way more. Oh, really?
1: Wow. Well, it better be good.
0: Way more. You
1: better be able to see the screen.
0: Way more. 500? Way more. Are you Wayne's kidding close. Me? Wayne in the chat is close.
1: 1300 Wayne. No He's close.
0: Way. He's close. So more more Fifteen. Fifteen hundred us dollars oh my that's ridiculous twice as much as an iphone 11.
1: okay people stop paying these astronomical prices for these phones if everybody stopped paying them we they would lower their prices see the
0: whole purpose of me wanting to go to a flip phone would be to pay less and yes. this does not defeat this this does not defeat that purpose for me.
1: It has to be an awesome flip phone. I mean, that thing better flip up and glow in my face.
0: It needs to drive my car to work. It needs to feed my dogs. It needs to clean their dog shit. <laughs> it right. needs to uh, you know, do magical things to your vagine. Mindy, <laughs> right. so that I don't have to as much. Anyway. Uh Mark says, fuck's sake, L O L uh Col- Could buy a good Good old, old car coffee. for that. You could buy a, a 1990 or a 1980 Honda Civic probably for that amount. <laughs> right. And get to work and make money. Not much, but you could make money. <laughs> but, you, you know, you could. All right. So that's that. Let's move on to this. Uh, as you know, John Legend was named People's Sexiest Man Alive. I don't see it. John Legend? John Legend.
1: Nah. Not Sexiest Man Alive, no.
0: That's what he was named by People. Hmm. magazine uh but who else was in their men of the year list here are the uh, here are 10 of them got okay 10 of them okay do you think you can na- i don't think you could name any actually there's not too many that you could name
1: probably not. but i'm gonna try
0: to give you hints Okay. okay. Wayne says you have to realize it's the screen that folds in half. Oh, so yeah, of course it's going to be expensive because the, the Motorola screen folds in half and that's some pretty interesting technology. So it is be I would like to see it, to see
1: yeah, that be cool. technology. It'd be
0: cool to see it. All right, Mindy, there's a, there's a, there's a star from you, one of the shows you really love from this is us that was in the, the top 10.
1: Oh, oh,
0: God. Or in the, t- he's one of them. Top ten. We'll just say top ten.
1: Uh, it's the younger guy, right?
0: No,pe it's Sterling K. Brown. Oh, the African American lead. He is pretty good looking. He's a good, he's a handsome fellow. Uh, do you know who Jason Momoa is? The name sounds familiar, but I can't. He's he plays Aquaman. Nope. But he also played uh, Daenerys Targaryen's love interest, uh, the the Targaryen, the Targaryen king. He was the he never spoke any English. Remember that she taught that she... That big guy? tall. Yeah, that's Jason oh, Momoa. Oh, he's not good looking. You don't think he's good looking? No. He looks
1: like a... Never mind.
0: Don't. What? Nothing. You know who he's married to? Who? And then Stephanie says, how dare you? See? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? You know who he's married to? Uh Oh, God, Jason. That he, sucks. He looks like a caveman. You know Lenny Kravitz's daughter? Oh my God!
1: Yes, um, she plays on Big Little Lies.
0: What's her name? Help, please! <laughs> Help everybody, please. Uh, she's married to Lenny Kravitz's daughter's mom, Lenny Kravitz ex wife. Wow! God, I can't. I, M- 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 Lisa Monet. Lisa Monet. He is married to Lisa Monet, and wow. she's older than him, and they have a couple kids together and everything. It's really? crazy. Yeah. All right. Who, who do you think? Who else? Ah, uh, uh, the the guy who plays John Wick. Who's that? Neo. He played Neo, Neo. in uh, Matrix. Nope. Oh my God. Please, I, I please get chat, much. help. <laughs> Keanu Reeves.
1: Diane's saying Jason Momoa is, is so, so dang, dang sexy. sexy.
0: And she helped me, Lisa Bonet.
1: Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves.
0: All right. And then Sean Mendez. You know who? I don't know what he looks like.
1: Oh, Shawn he's that Mendes. musician, right?
0: Yeah, he's a musician, Sean Mendez. And then okay, the 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 I, I don't know who the, if this is the guy or not. I don't know if it's the main guy, but the, one of the lead characters in Riverdale, Mark Consuelos. Consuelos. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about this one, but uh he's in a he's in a new show on Netflix called Living with Myself. Okay, you watched that, didn't you? Paul Rudd is number six. Or five on this list.
1: Okay, I see his face. Who? Paul Rudd. Yeah, eh, he's okay. Yeah. you
0: uh, know he's a forty-year-old guy working it, and he's a comedian. He's a comic <laughs> genius. Leave him. Jeez, your hey, expectations. I'm very
1: picky. I, there's not very many good-looking so
0: men. All right. Well, the the next uh, the next group. It's a group. The Jonas Brothers. Apparently. What? Uh, Tan France from Queer Eye. Don't don't know who that is. And uh, Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians, must be the lead character in that. And David Harbour from Stranger Things. Is it me or do we need to get out more? Because I, I don't know any of these people. I don't know very many of these people at all. That is uh, That is interesting. All right, well, that's my segment. That's <laughs> all I have for you. But Mindy has got this. The quote of the podcast. Diane's saying
1: they are not sexy for their looks. It's other things that yes. make them sexy.
0: Thank you. Hmm.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, your quote for this Monday, I asked Jason because I needed an inspiration word. He said work. <laughs> work. <laughs> okay. So, here it is. Oh, wow. It's Jason's fault if you don't like him. Okay. Be so good they can't ignore you. Mm. Right?
0: Or be a dickhead. They can't ignore you then either.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. The next one is hard work has a future payoff. Laziness pays off now.
0: Oh, do that one again. I like that one.
1: Hard work has a future payoff, but laziness pays off now.
0: Okay. But in a negative way. Right. it It doesn't say it in a negative way, though.
1: Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a quote. So. It does
0: pay off now, but later you you suffer from it. It needs, fin- needs more finish on that. Okay. It needs more shine, more sheen.
1: <laughs> Your next one is, when work is a pleasure, life is a joy. When work is a duty, life is slavery.
0: That's, well, that's a strong word, slavery. That's okay. a strong word. I don't think that it's slavery. Well, but
1: sometimes you feel like work is never going to end.
0: <laughs> well, for me, it's mostly... And this isn't every day, but there are days where it's like it's just not stimulating, it's not exciting. It's like, oh gotta get (laughs) through this.
1: Your last one. Mm -hmm. The only way to do great work is to love what you do.
0: Thank you. That is true. I like that. Nice quotes, Mindy. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I listened to a new one. Do you remember on the uh, radio, Ryan Seacrest, he would do Ryan's Roses? Yes. Well, I found a podcast. It's called War of the Roses. It's just short, little, I mean, less than 10 minutes. And it's people who call in and find out if their boyfriends or girlfriends or partners are cheating. And- they call them up and then they offer them something. Is
0: it real though? Yes, it's totally real. I don't think it's real. It is
1: real. I don't know why people think it's not.
0: It's do you remember the thing Mark Thompson did, the whole thing? And he says, it's. You have to get people's consent on shit. <laughs> Gordon's like saying fake. It is fake. You have to get people's consent in order to err. And most of those people, the ones that are found guilty of well, it. Well,
1: now you're ruining it for me.
0: Sorry, it's real. It's all 100% real. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I like it.
0: You, if you have to get, you think that the person that's that's getting shamed like that is going to sign a consent form saying, "Yeah, you can put my whole life story me cheating." So you
1: think that all these people, I mean, there's just all these shows on on these, and he's, he he, uh, this one that I listened to, he was freaking pissed.
0: They're actors. Okay, well, maybe you are right. enjoy it though. Have fun. Now you ruined it for
1: me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to have to delete it. Now. Sorry,
0: Gordon and I ruined it. So, you know.
1: <laughs> All right. So other ones I've listened to in the last couple of days is Ken Coleman. Mm. Sword and Scale. They have a new show coming out called Sword and Scale Daily. And oh, cool. So it's five days a week. It's smaller stories of crime. Yeah. If anybody's interested. Yeah. And then body storytelling, which is Naughty storytelling. Naughty. Dave Ramsey, Small Town Dicks. I love that podcast. Weird AF News, Jason's Daily Dose, wow. our own Jason. Yes, that's me. Ben Shapiro, Let's Not Meet Chris Hogan, The Jillian Michaels Show, Serial
0: Killers, Dog Tales, God, The Daily. That's it. That's it. That's it. That was like, how many was that? Ah, uh, one, two, fifteen shows,
1: 15.
0: I said fifteen. I guess fifteen. Yep. God, I'm good. Um, and by the way, thank you, Mark, for for following us on all the on the Insta-grizy socials. Saw that we followed you back. You followed us on uh, the difference between us and the JC Mini podcast. So do that. We we didn't. We had a slow week this week. We didn't post a lot there. I usually try to get a lot going, but uh, didn't. I kind of wanted to just be lazy this weekend, so I didn't do any more clips and fun shit like that. Um, but that's it for today's show. many thank you for your shout outs. It's awesome that you listen to as many podcasts as you do. Uh, if you like to listen to us live, like these fine, amazing, wonderful folks have done this evening, you can do so on CastBox on Monday, or I should say every other Monday. That's every other Monday and every Wednesday. So we have a show every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on CastBox. And if you want additional content, check out our Low Tree Studios Patreon page or visit our website com. as mindy mentioned i do a show called daily dose right here on our on the jason mindy podcast feed uh, which is on itunes and castbox and all that which is not available live in the live castbox area it's just something i do every morning it's fun little shit anyway the links are provided in our show notes for all the stuff that we do we also have another podcast called the difference between us which can be found on all of your favorite pod catchers. Enjoy your evening and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. And don't forget, the question of the podcast
1: for listener participation for this Wednesday is, what was your worst airport experience? And if you don't have one, what's your best? You can respond to the question. It's already up on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page, The Low Tree Podcast. Studios Facebook page. Did I say that right? Yes. And my personal Facebook page, which is Mindy McVeigh Galbraith, if you want to look me up and friend me. That
0: is right. And we'll talk to you soon, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Yeah, we'll be back. And thank you guys for your wonderful chat participation. We love you all. There's some new folks in there. I want to give a shout out to Steve and Gordon for joining us this evening. And of course, everybody else that joins us on the regular. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.